my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. Today's guest is an international bestseller, story brand guide, and marketing specialist. She specializes in helping businesses grow all over North America with clear and impactful marketing campaigns. Please welcome Jessica Embry. Hi, Diane. It's so great to have you here. Sorry about that, but I mean, it is so great to have you here. Um, Marketing is, is, I swear, no matter... How many times I talk to people, marketing still seems to be one of these things that people, small business owners have a hard time um, keeping track of, I guess I will say. Yep. It's absolutely a problem. A lot of businesses go through that's overwhelming. You don't know what platform to be on. You don't know what logistics you're supposed to be looking at, what analytics you're supposed to be looking at and measuring. It's overwhelming. It's hard. We, we understand that. And that's why we, we like to help businesses grow. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So if someone's, you know, listening and they're thinking, but you know, I would really like to get my marketing campaigns um, more effective or, or launch it to begin with, whatever, what are the key elements that they should be looking at? So one of the first things we like to recommend at Tulip Media is um, we want you to make sure your storefront is ready. And what we mean by that is if you have a website, make sure it's ready for visitors. If you have a Facebook page instead of a website, that's perfectly fine, but make sure you have a call to action. Make sure you have your products or services um, right there in front of them so that they can buy from you easily. So the first step is to making your making sure your storefront is ready and so that people can convert faster. Then the second step is when you can do those paid advertising, when you can do those TikToks so people will see your video and go to your website, you can do those blogging so you get that organic SEO, but make sure step one is done first. Okay, I I have to ask you about TikTok because I was at a meeting yesterday and someone said to me, okay, I'm thinking about starting to use TikTok with like before and after um, shots and, and, you know, I have no idea what to do. And I said, well, me either. Like, (laughs) I can't help you with that. So will you talk some about this whole using TikTok for marketing? So it's not something Tulip gets into, but my personal opinion with TikTok is if that's where your core customer is, get on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um, TikTok is actually starting to overcome Google searches right now. 
in wow. terms of what people are searching for. So again, keep that in mind when you're looking at your business strategy or your marketing strategy, where are my core customers? What's going to resonate with them? Is it that short form video content? And then go from there. If your business has something that you think is really cool video content, like before and afters, like you said, do it, take that, take that leap. It's free yeah. platform. You might as well try it out. If it doesn't work out, I know you're, you're kind of going, Oh my goodness face right now, but try it out. Just try it out. You never know. Um, and you don't even have to show your face, which is the nice thing. You see a lot of TikTokers doing stuff that doesn't include someone in the frame. Yeah. Which is probably the thing that's attractive <laughs> to, to so many people, right? <laughs> okay. I, thank you for that. I, I really appreciate it. So um, talk to me some about um, making sure that your marketing campaign is clear, impactful, persuasive, you know, what, what are the factors that help that? So at Tulip Media, we use what we call the story brand methodology. And that methodology comes from building a story brand by Don Miller, Donald Miller. And if you haven't read the book, it's a really good book, I would recommend. And in there, it goes through a seven part framework. And this framework really helps you understand who your core customer is and what messaging is going to resonate with them. So what is the problem that they're having at the end of the day? If you're selling, uh, if you're in physiotherapy, if you're selling chiropractic, my problem at the end of the day is my back hurts. I need you to fix it. I want to be able to lift my kid up without being in pain. So agitate that problem in your messaging and put out a solution or a roadmap on how you're going to help that person and make it easy for them to buy from you. That is really what the story brand framework is about is showcasing that problem providing that solution and what that call to action is going to be in a really clear way. If you make it easy for them to buy from you, they're going to buy from you. Do you find that people have a tendency to, to share the information they think is important, but really doesn't resonate at all with their client base or their prospects? Absolutely. I call it the curse of knowledge. Um, you've been in your industry for so long, you start to speak the jargon from your industry. Do you have visitors coming on your site or your Facebook page going, what's commercial insurance? And you're like, this is just business insurance, but speak the language of your visitors. Um, that's the only way you can get them to convert faster. Boy, that's great. Speak the language. What did you just say? Speak the language of your customers? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love that. That, that is, oh boy, we need to be doing more of that. Um, so speaking of speaking the language of your customers, um, how can a, how can a business identify their core customer? Mm -hmm. So the first part of that story brand framework is who's the character. It's very similar to a buyer's persona, but you're just taking it a step further of who is this person? So is it a CEO that usually buys from you? Um, and what are they looking for at the end of the day? Do they want marketing that works? Well, okay, let's start putting the messaging around. They're looking for marketing that, that works. They want to stop wasting time and money on ineffective marketing. Again, agitating that problem and then saying with Tulip Media, we create effective marketing solutions and go from there. So really start with who that core customer is, that character in your story. Keep them in mind when you're building that other messaging. Okay. 
And you mentioned before that TikTok's starting to take over Google search. So is Google still the best place to attract customers or does it really depend on where your prospects are? So I, a little bit of both. Okay. Where is your core customer? Are they on LinkedIn? Be on LinkedIn. But I like Google personally because it's a poll strategy. So when someone types in um, best small business podcast, your name comes up. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) When they type in marketing agencies near me, we come up, it's not interruption marketing where social media can be seen as interruption, where some of us just want to scroll and scroll at the end of the day. We don't want to see ads, but that's where I like Google. It's that pull strategy, not a push strategy. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you for that. that. That's helpful. Um, Shoot, you said something else. Oh, paid ads. Talk, hmm. talk to me about paid ads because this is another thing that I think a lot of people can't figure out. And so they either do it and they spend a lot of money and don't get any results or they're afraid to do it because they're afraid they're going to spend a lot of money. Yep. So especially with Google ads, there's two things you need to keep in mind is you have to have the right messaging. So using story brand, you can do that. And you have to have the right keywords. So with all of our programs at Tulip, we do what we call competitive and keyword strategies, where we look at your domain and your competitors' domains and say, how are people searching for you at the end of the day? And these are the keywords we're using to fuel your Google ads. So when I type in make a magazine or marketing agency near me, we come up. Or when people type in small business podcast, you guys come up in your uh, your podcast, uh, your paid ads. So it's marrying those two keywords, that keyword strategy and that messaging to make sure you're getting the right people and you're using the right keywords. Cause you're right. You can spend thousands of dollars on paid ads and it's frustrating. I, I've looked at clients ads accounts before. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) So it, there is a science and there's a a marriage of messaging and keyword strategy. Okay. That's great. Thank you. And what about automating the process? Hmm. So we're firm believers on making it easy as possible for your customers to buy from you. So the best way to do that is to automate sometimes. So a lot of our clients, we recommend using Calendly. I think I use Calendly to book a call with you. Um, Again, you're making it easy for me to just go into your calendar and pick what times are available to you. Um, Using bookings for restaurants online make it easy for people to buy from you. Automation, sometimes they're quizzes, sometimes they're type forms. Again, if you can make it easy, you win. Okay, all right, I like that too. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Now I'm going to ask you about something that I, I, <clears throat> I know drives everyone nuts and it's SEO, <laughs> but I want to talk about it specifically in regards to a company's website. Mm-hmm. How do we optimize our website for SEO and conversions and, you know, everything else? So SEO or search engine optimization is a long-term game. A lot of us think that we're going to put a blog post up and be number one on Google on a certain topic. Unfortunately, that's not true. That's where you can do paid ads, but SEO is a long-term game. So if you want to sit down with yourself and say, what do I want to be known for? Do I want to be known for a marketing agency in my area? Those are the keywords I should be writing about marketing agencies in my blog post using that word over and over again in my content, in my messaging, making sure that my header descriptions on Google. So when you type in Google, you'll see like a little header of what that company is and you'll see a description, making sure your descriptions and headers have those keywords in it and having alt text. So Google can't read photos, making sure you name what those photos are. So using those best practices to organically start to get higher and higher on Google those are just some of the ways you can do it. But it, again, it's a marriage of messaging and also using your keywords. Okay. I had a feeling you were going to say something about keywords. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. And what about customer retention? Because we've talked a lot about attraction, mm-hmm. um, but, but what about retention? What are strategies that people can use to increase customer retention? So frustrating thing when a business is you get a new customer and then you lose a customer. So you're no farther ahead than where you were. So retention is a huge part of your business. It should be part of your strategy. And one of the things we like to keep in mind when we're bringing on a customer is what are those expectations that the customer is expecting from us? Okay. So from day one, we're very clear on what are the benchmarks? What do you expect us to bring in terms of leads? how many blog posts you're going to get a month. We make sure we're making that upfront contract from day one. So those expectations are met ongoing. So that retention's stronger. We make sure we have great customer service. And I know that's an easy one to say, but when someone asks you a question, get back to them or help them as much as you can. We make sure to give as much value as we can. Be generous with our content. Be generous with our knowledge. So those are just some ways you can have a retention strategy, but the biggest one to me is making sure you're meeting those upfront contracts and those expectations. Yeah, I'm, I'm so with you on that. <clears throat> okay, now, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry about that. Um, it's my opinion, and I'm curious what you think about this, that as, as a company evolves, mm. their marketing strategy and their messaging is potentially going to evolve. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. So is there some sort of guideline for, 
like checking in on our marketing messaging to make sure that it's still resonant with what we're offering and who we want to be showing up as? Yeah, absolutely. Um, great case study is ourselves. Um, years ago, we our cost of acquisition or uh, was $40,000 for a new client. And wow. we wouldn't have been able to keep track of that without knowing what those metrics are that we need to pay attention to. And it was kind of a, a slap in the face going, it costs us $40,000 to get a new client. We were doing cold calling, emailing, inbound, outbound sales, trade shows. Like it was just is gross. The amount of money we were spending on and on cost of acquisition in 2019. And that was a wake up call for us. So we completely redid our messaging. We completely redid our marketing strategy, which was PPC and blogging. And within a six months, we had that down to $4,000. Wow. So having metrics that we can look at, like cost of acquisition, mm. how many leads are you getting a week? How many of those leads turn into opportunities? So you can get 10 leads a week, but if they're not qualified, they're not going to matter. Mm -hmm. So you need to have these internal metrics that really matter to you. Yeah. And cost of acquisition is one we keep an eye on because we never ever want to see it go back to five digits. No kidding. Wow. That is a great example. Thank you for that. And I've loved this information. I've taken notes. So I I've learned some things, which is always a benefit to me. Uh, but it also tells me that the listeners are learning things from this. So thank you so much for spending this time. Will you let the listeners know how they can find you and, and what you've got going on, please? Absolutely. So um, if you would love to get in contact or learn more about what we do, you can go to tm.media forward slash double sales. And that's where you can get a free chapter of our book that we wrote, which is Double Sales, Zero Salespeople, how we optimize our sales and marketing strategy into one business development strategy. Again, it tells that story of what we did in 2019 and how we pivoted and got that cost of acquisition down. Um, you can buy our book or you can schedule a free call with me at that URL. Um, right. And I can be your sounding board on some idea you have, or if you just want to talk about something else, I'm, I'm here if you need me. That's so great. Thank you. I'll make sure that's in the show notes as well. So once again, thank you so much for spending this time with me and listeners. Thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, 
toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. (laughs) I know, right?